Hey, what's happening? Wadi, Mala, Jared, how you doing? How you feeling? I'm so good. And you? Yeah, what's I'm well. Story? I'm well. You know, the story is yet to be written. Oh, oh. And, uh, you know, verse by verse, we're going to get into it. Still on that manifestation path. I oh, know. get out of town. I feel it. I live it. <laughs> I breathe it. I manifest it. Mm, that's, that's the vibe. I know, right? But before we go on. Yes. I'd just like to recognize this country as being the lands taken care of by traditional owners and acknowledge the Yagra, Yagra and Turbal people on whose land we're recording. We pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging and acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders as First Nations people of Australia. Lovely. Yeah. Um, so, as I was saying earlier, mm. I just thought I'd like to add a little bit more to that. Because today we're recording on Boundary Street. Mm. And I would just like to mention a bit of history about Boundary Street. It's a little snippet. And so if you don't know, but you should, Boundary Street used to define the outer city limits of Brisbane, which instilled a curfew on Aboriginal people between Monday and Saturday. And everyone had to leave the city by four o'clock and weren't allowed back in the city on Sundays. So while we out having a good time, I think we need to recognize that and um, start learning a bit more about our city. Love it, friend. Good work. You know, I need to take becoming a citizen serious. Look know? at you being an ally and um, learning the history. We've got, we got it. That's like barely scraping the surface. Hey, but you scraped the surface. Yeah, got to do. Mm. Um, you know what I've always wanted to say? This show has been sponsored by... We finally get to say that. We do? Yes. Tell us more. What? Okay, okay. Wait, hold up. <laughs> Let me do it like... This show is now sponsored by The Hive Club. Oh, yeah. Boop, 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 boop. Get out of town. I know. Yeah, so we're actually sponsored by Hive Club to do this show. And we're recording at this place called Hive Club, which is at the North Key... And it's connected to the Park Regis Hotel. Have you ever heard about the Hive Club, Jared? Well, now I have. What a cool space. <laughs> now that we're in it. Yeah, exactly. Mm, okay. So we're going to give you a little bit of info. And the info starts as this. It's literally, you know, we're getting into a point where a lot of businesses are shutting down, right? And um, downsizing the people. And they're like, well, why don't we just co-share with our workspaces? This is exactly what this place is for. So it's for anybody that wants a flexible workspace for either businesses, company workshops, or entrepreneurs looking for a creative space based in Brisbane. Fun thing about it is that they have snacks. I was about to say, um, I was holding on for the end of that sentence to jump in, but the best part are the snacks and drinks just mm -hmm. included in the price. Yes. Get in there, get your work done, Wi-Fi, uh -huh. snacks, comfy desks, comfy seats. Oh, yes. Hit the nerve. So they actually have a continental self-serve breakfast from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. And then an all-day grazing snack menu from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. I mean, you got me at snacks, to be honest. The reason I can't go there is okay. because I just... I'd be like, oh, what do I have to do today for work? But let me get a snack first. Mm. When that's done, you'd be like, mm, I've got to get into work. Let me get it. No, I'd just be at the at the, the buffet just grazing the whole day. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. You can 
absolutely just do that if you really want to. Um, so they have a lot of bottled non-alcoholic beverages. You have a daily selection of newspapers and magazines, Foxtel, unlimited dedicated Wi-Fi, wireless printer and stationery, an outdoor relaxation patio, a little library, a relaxation chill zone, and it's staffed from 7.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Now, you're probably wondering what the price is. Well, friend, it is only $20 a person per day from Sunday to Thursday, and Friday and Saturday is $30 per person per day. Just get in there for, oh, man. I mean, it's a little bit of change, but you get all of that. Plus, if you wanted to rent out the space as a function space, you can absolutely do that too. So, shout out to the Hive Club. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's a treat. And the staff, so friendly. Mm. Just Mm -hmm. look you up on the computer. Yeah, come on through. (laughs) Get inside. Sorted. Check them out at the Hive Club. That is at parkregisnorthkey.com.au. Let's get into the show. So, what have you been up to? Oh, here we go. The standard answer. No, no, no. (laughs) Look, I have been so busy with work, so busy with extracurricular activities that I haven't even ventured out into the town Mm. of Hinge in Brisbane. It's it's been a shame. I've had a lot of people, like even my boss, you know, one of my favorite books is The Animal Farm and they had a show at uh, QPAC. And I was like devastated because I would have watched it. So... Other than highlighting something that I haven't seen, what have you been up to? Oh, mm. I feel the same. I don't know. I've I felt pretty much with the lockdown, just like stuck at home. Oh, of course, in the lockdown. Yeah. Although at least during the lockdown, the weather was trash. So it wasn't oh, like yeah. beautiful outside. And you're like, oh, I've got to go outside. No. Mm, so, mm. yeah. Also, into the new job. Just yes. headlock. Oh, I didn't know what that was then. It just yeah. looked, uh, okay. Into <laughs> into the new job, into the new fields, yep. into the new life. Yeah. How's the AFL? Yeah, that's still going right. My knees are falling apart a little bit, so I don't do know. You, do you have any tips for, um, you know, muscle? <laughs> 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 no, no, if you're getting back into it and, you know. You, stretch. You really when you're getting old, stretch. Not just because you're old. No, but, but just stretch. Okay, like, so stretching is key. When I was young. Why are we stretching? Straight on the field. Rugby, no dramas now. Oof. Mm. Stretching before, mm-hmm. stretching after, maybe midweek, a few stretches. Oh. So it's important to do a warm up and a cool down. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And any kind of like massage oil rubs, oh, Denko oh, rub oh. that you need to put on afterwards. Getting or before. saucy. Just I mean, deep heat. I mean, Go old school. Deep, deep heat. Deep mm. Okay. Maybe a bit of Tiger Bomb. Oh, oh, you love the burn. Oh. I'd hate to pick my nose up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get into our Brisbane Built segment. Jared, who is on your list this week? Sweet. So songs. This month. Yeah. Songs. I've got... Oh, I'm feeling bad about pronouncing names. I'm always bad. Mm. Kihon with the song Man on the Moon. Mm. She was based out of North Brisbane, North, North Queensland. Mm-hmm. Just like soulful tunes the song it's one of those songs that i'm like oh get to the end start it again just like when you're feeling emotional <sighs> bang this one on a treat second song or second artist is uh e featuring featuring chilling it mm-hmm. og mm-hmm. really enjoying that one and then for my businesses but what's going on nothing oh are you sure no 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 um for my business during lockdown we hadn't bought food 
and we were like, let's go out and support local. A little sushi and ramen bar on Boundary Street called Me So Happy. Ooh, oh, were you so happy after? Oh, I was so happy. Oh, man. I Check them out. I the little names people give their <laughs> places. Yes. Super authentic. Mm-hmm. Really good. Good to support a little, a little restaurant. Ah, me so horny. That's oh. what that reminds me of. Oh my god, sorry, me so happy. Yes, let's go. <laughs> I could see that you're like thinking about something on there. Uh-uh, oh. Let's go, let's go. So yeah, those are my three for for this month. Oh, what beautiful. Have, what do you have going on? Look, all I'm gonna say it's NADOC week, so I'm just shouting out Black Excellence all day, every day. So I'm not gonna do like the usual thing. All I'm gonna say is go and follow. Um, Bono's 89, go and follow Ruby Wharton, go and follow Endless Yarning. She actually has a new business that she's starting up called Saltwater Mana, which is going to be showcasing a lot of designs. So you're getting your hoodies, hats, t-shirts. On that same line, go follow Gamma Threads, go follow Take Pride Movement, go and follow Fern Collective, um, follow Dancing Water, follow mm. Bindamu, um, follow Ancestress. Follow Tight Meeks, follow Fallon Gregory. Just go and follow all of these amazing black creatives and activists and artists. You know what's good for you. Yeah, some say, say Chem, Wellborn. Exactly. Sorry, I'm just adding Jump some in. more of the friends of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm. Follow, follow, follow. Do the work. Uh, this year's theme is Heal Country. And, well, we can't heal country unless we just... Put all of our emotions behind, leave them at the door, and listen to what our fellow, fellow Indigenous people have to say. Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders, sorry. So, yeah, that's all I want to say for my Brisbane build. Yeah, cool. Thank you. Mm. I think that's a really get out and support. Mm-hmm. Put your money where your mouth is. Exactly. Oh, do you have a um, fact of the day? Or yes, word I of the do. day? Okay, I, let's I, go. I, I don't so this was pretty interesting. So mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, the DC comic, I think it's DC or whatever, created by William Marston. Okay. He also created the lie detector, which Get is out. pretty cool because the lasso of truth that Wonder Woman uses is kind of linking the two together. So that was pretty interesting. That is very interesting, <laughs> friend. What do you have? You know, I didn't come up with a, a word. But I just have a fact. Go for it. Hit it. Um, so, you know, we have Australian Fashion Week, which happens down in Sydney on mm-hmm. Gagal Land. And uh, it's the first time ever, ever since the fashion show has been going that we actually had a Welcome to Country First Nation artist uh, starting the show. Oh. Uh, and that was done by First Nation – no, hold up. First Nations Fashion and Design, and they had a whole bunch of newly, um, what would you say, newly signed Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander models uh, who were signed up to IMG modeled models, and if you don't know who that is, it's like the biggest modeling talent agency. So they started off the show, they were all wearing First Nation labels, it was just amazing, shout out to my cousin Perry Mooney who was actually in the show, so yes, that's my fact. Thank you. Yeah. Well, um, Mm -hmm. right about now is where we jump into our little interview, so I hope everyone is keen for this because this is a perler. It is. 
I like that. Perler. <laughs> perler. Perler. Everybody over in the parlor. This is going to be a perler. <laughs> but we are going to be talking to some crazy, crazy cool new friends of the pod. James Hornsby and Miss Tenille Barber. Are you ready? Enjoy. Anyway, um, let's go. How you doing, Jared? I'm good, and yourself? What's yeah, going great. on? Aren't uh, you excited about this place? Sheesh. Hey? Light skin face, yes. I'm so excited, but I'm also excited about our guest that we have here today. Oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> man. That's his bird. <laughs> Guess who it is? It is Mr. James Hornsby. How you doing, Mr. James? Good. How are you? Yeah, fresh as hell. That's good. Yeah. It's, a nice, it's a nice spot. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. You vibing? You yeah, vibing? I'm yeah. happy, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So, can you give the people a little bit of a background about who you are and what you do? Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I um, am an artist. Yeah. From Brisbane, mm-hmm. yeah, multidisciplinary artist, and mm-hmm. yeah, I do a lot of things and make things and work with people and do stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's a lot of things. <laughs> Big all things, the, man. All the important stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's a bit vague, but yeah, I don't know exactly what you want me to say. So, <laughs> as your multi, as you're a multidisciplinary artist, what does that entail? Um, I I think that that's just kind of the term that I like to use on my work because I work across like photography, painting, like fashion design, video, sound, like all sorts of stuff to like create a world. So I think like, we, I, I don't know, maybe cross-disciplinary could be cool. Like, I don't know. It's just a term to kind of throw it all into one because otherwise you're like a photographer or a painter or mm-hmm. yeah, a uh, ceramist. <laughs> just pianist yeah. Oh. yeah acrobat yeah okay. so yeah that's yeah multidisciplinary so that i pred- predominantly like i work with photo media and like photography mm-hmm. and that kind of is the genesis of my work and it like starts with photography but yeah like i do i just like need to create yeah like some people have a gym or like like and they need to like go like work on their real muscles and like flex them to feel good i have to like work on my creative muscle to feel good otherwise i just vanish into depression (laughs) (laughs) that's fair that's fair (laughs) so yeah i'm always doing something well dang friend that is a lot we'll get to that we'll get to that we'll get to that all right miss tenille baba hello how are you doing um, very well. Very well. You know where I stand with how nervous I am about what I'm going to say. <laughs> Don't be nervous. Yeah, we'll, we'll just cut them all together. <laughs> Thank you very much. You'll be fine. You're doing fine. No, I'm Do very happy to stuff. be here. Um, and yeah, it's been a while since I've seen you guys. So it's, yeah, I'm happy to catch up and yeah. happy to actually meet James today. So yeah, smiles all around. Smiles all around. And what is it that you do, Tanil? Um, so I probably see myself as a mixed media artist and that's mainly because I like to throw a lot of shit together (laughs) and a lot of people, um, yeah, maybe think that I do like play with one medium more than another, but it's yeah, dead wrong because I use a lot of random stuff. I love that dead wrong. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I probably see my, oh, well as well, um, yeah, I've started running workshops, um, at the hospital and I run um i do one-on-one um like uh, lessons with uh 
participants from the NDIS. So I guess I'm like on my way to a, being a baby art. I'm like a bit of a baby art therapist at the moment as well. So, we were chatting about that a bit earlier. What yeah. does that involve? Like, what, um, what, what, what are you doing with that? Like, how does that work? Yeah, okay. So it kind of all stemmed from starting. I was commissioned to do a piece for the Royal Brisbane and Women's Hospital. They were building a um, youth cancer centre. And they reached out, told me what they were doing, asked me to create a piece. So I created this piece called You Can and it was like a bunch of colours and just something like inspiring. And from there they um, built the centre, put a plaque up and then they said, hey, do you think you'd be interested in running a workshop with the kids? And I was like, yeah. I was also in the middle of my Bachelor of Nursing degree at the time and I was second year as an artist. And um, yes, I ran the workshop and I cried for days after. But it was like... Like crying obviously because it was really confronting but also like what I was able to give them was just like something I'll never forget and then I kind of realised that that's definitely something that I want to do and then I've been naturally just kind of following that path path, and I've had um, opportunities come to me and now I have, yeah, three clients at the NDIS that I see once a week. Three hours is usually our um, class time and like I'm working with one lady um, who used to be uh, quite a professional artist, so we're working towards an exhibition. I'm working with another lady and where she's in her advanced stage of um, her disease and her life. So for her, it's just fun, like nothing, yeah. no pressure. So yeah, they all like are a bit different and individual, but the whole goal is just um, freedom of expression and therapy, really. That's and so dope. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So I've gone back, like I was telling you before, I've gone back to my Bachelor of Nursing and I'll finish next year and be an RN, which I actually never want to be because <laughs> then I will finish. I'll then bridge on to my Master's in Art Therapy and then hopefully yeah, yeah, run my own yeah. practice one day. That's really cool. Yeah, thank you. Dang. I feel blessed. I feel yeah. so blessed to have even, even like like have the universe put me on this path because I didn't even I wasn't aware of it like it's literally just kind of I, I used to be a flight attendant <laughs> look at me now <laughs> so I just yeah. yeah I'm super stoked and humbled because this is where I'm supposed to be Sweet. yeah that's impact. sick dude thank Fuck you yeah. I don't even know what the question was now but hopefully I answered it question though so yeah. those experience that you've had with the um the people that you've done with the is it the you can yeah center, center? Yep. yeah do you think that's kind of changed who you are as a person like these little pieces of insight oh, every single day mm. like having that i did a workshop yesterday so it's actually really fresh at the moment and i won't go too into it because i will literally cry <laughs> but um yeah it's just yeah see oh yeah, it's fine. It's just hectic. Like, mm. yeah. you know, some of them are really sick. So I don't want to get upset. But no, no, that's okay. It's fine to cry. Yeah. yeah. Well, I usually do. Like I said, <laughs> sorry, guys. Mm, not at I all. I haven't yet. Like, I usually do. And I haven't yet. Sorry. It's why right. I don't do <laughs> <laughs> I'm not built for this. I'm not strong enough. Hey, it's better than video yeah, podcasting. Like, it's it's obviously yeah, it's a lot, and I feel really really blessed. Yeah. And they talk a lot. Like, mm. oh, and I was saying this to you before, James. Like, it's not actually about the art. It's um, just getting them in a room. Like, mm. some of them have been on the wards for months and never seen each other before because they're teenagers. They don't want to go out of their room and be like. 
hey, I'm Layla, and I have Parkinson's lymphoma. Like, yeah, exactly. They're yeah. teenagers. They sit on their phone. They, they scroll through social media looking at other people's lives. So it's awesome to get them in a room. And, like, they don't talk to each other at first, and you're, like, all eyes on you, and you're just, like, trying to get them to kind of, like, come on, guys, have a little yeah. conversation. But by the end of it, they're all, like, blah, 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 and, like, literally talking about their cancer like it's a Gucci handbag. Yeah. Mm. And it's amazing because you're literally just the buffer. You are – it's not It's not even about the art. It's not about what you're doing. It's just about having something that they can kind of focus on while being able to express freely and in a comfortable environment. Yeah, so you hear a lot. And they all, yeah, you you have a one on one with all of them, mm-hmm. so it gets to you. Beautiful. Because yeah. I've lost some people as well yeah. mm. since. Obviously, I've been doing it for a year now. So. Well. Sorry, we're like getting deep. No, it's <laughs> no, it's really cool that you can also like take your art and mm. and and provide a service to the community and help people. Yeah, like, I love it's really, it really cool yeah, yeah. it's well, dope it's how like, me on this path so i'm super stoked you just being so genuine and like sincere about it, it's nice you know mm. so don't worry about it yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you a minute we'll give you a minute Please. james so uh, is photography the the starting point of where you blossomed uh, into the amazing creative that you are i guess yeah um oh probably not there was a lot of things that took me to photography uh, <laughs> Go on, friend. There's, there's so much things, but um, I think like before, I, my my first like really big project was I made like these stunt videos, like jackass type stunt videos. When no I was, way! Like, Do you yeah. still have them? Oh yeah, oh, they were so they, they were big in high school. Are um, they on VHS or? Uh, they're on DVD. <laughs> they're on DVD. Oh. They're pre- I'm planning on having a premiere of the one yeah, we brought out sure. in 2009. But anyway, off that. That was the thing. It's kind of I've like it, it. It's gone through a wave of me being completely embarrassed by that, and now I'm like, wow, that made me kind of. But so just pointing cameras at my friends and getting them to do shit has always been like a big part of me. Um, and then yeah, like in like after high school, because that was during high school. After high school, like I got into digital photography because we'd like hang out at car parks and like skate and drink goon and. I'd be like, well, look at this trippy photo of you, bro. And then it was kind of like, well, I need to get a camera. And then it kind of escalated from there to me shooting um, BMX for a um, magazine called 2020. It was like the biggest BMX magazine in Australia and New Zealand. And I was kind of uh, contributing to that, making money that way, which was amazing. And then um, I decided to go do photography at college to kind of like get some qualification in it yeah and then i went to college and now i'm in this room (laughs) (laughs) some years went by (laughs) we were chatting a bit earlier before we set up about your college and stuff yeah how how much do you think that impacted in a positive way on on what you're doing now or is that just more that guided you in the right direction or you know what does that yeah actually it, it was it was huge for me um I, I know before i was basically saying like oh college is stupid it's, it's all about networking you don't learn anything there's no they just like want to suck you drive but that's just because you said it not us yeah, yeah. <laughs> this I, is sponsored by <laughs> <laughs> but um it definitely it was great for me because it was the first place that I went to from like, you know, primary school, high school, TAFE to um, QCA, Queensland College, where I actually 
got what was going on and like understood what was expected of me and understood like the purpose of like learning and like education like I was really terrible in school like I just like barely passed and like was not very considered like a good kid so to go to college and then like really flourish and like get really good marks on everything and kind of be like an example for other students was like amazing for me and um yeah some of the lecturers that I had there really like opened me up for the art that I was making like really kind of you know praised me for some of the stuff that I made which gave me the confidence to continue like going down that road so it was good for for that Mm. yes (laughs) I'm gonna say that's a good question to ask like these days is it easier just to get into a job that you want to do and learn and get experience that way or go to uni do all the qualifications and then yeah I mean mean, for a doctor I don't think yeah yeah. (laughs) go to school (laughs) obviously for doctors anything in the STEM area yeah yeah that's to be honest I think like universities obviously got its place and it's good but I don't think there's anything better than learning practically like actually hands on be like go and do what you're supposed to be doing yeah Mm. yeah we were having that discussion before yeah because I'm not from an arts background and I get asked that question as I was telling you a lot and yeah every you know I'm members of the community like mm. a fellow artist as well and I'll like if it is a fellow artist I'll always pose the question back like and you know a lot of the time they did go to art school and I'll just openly ask if it bothers them that I didn't and I was telling the story earlier that um, someone said to me, and I completely agree that if you, you want to dedicate your career and your life to art, then you should give it the respect of learning at all. And I completely wholeheartedly agree with that, but with what time? Mm. <laughs> and also, why, why, why do something that I'm already been like, why, be, why pay to be told what to do that, of something that you're already doing? Like, I definitely agree with, um, yeah, bettering your practice and learning more, but. I don't know. It's circumstantial, I guess. But I think times are also changing now, where you yeah, can you can and work and well. do online courses, or yeah. you know, do after after hour courses and stuff. So yeah. I mean, you don't have to go and sit and do three or four years at uni yeah. straight up and just be like, damn. Now I can go back to what I was doing. Like, yeah. Yeah, within like art school, like the art degrees, there is no you know structure to get you into a job after that. You mm-hmm. kind of just if you actually stick it out for the degree, you you pretty much just become like this pawn that like works inside of the university, and then maybe you'll end up being a lecturer at the university or a tutor at the at the university, and then you'll be teaching art to other people, and it kind of works in its own institution. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, and when, yeah, because like there, you know, with art, like I I said this before that you know with a nursing degree is a good comparison because you do your degree and then they have a structure for you to go and like work in a hospital and then get hired by the hospital like a graduate program and then you become a nurse and then mm. it's got like there's steps to it and it's it's achievable but with art degrees like it's kind of like such you, a free wow work. good yeah. work you did a yeah. phd five people read about how your art is all this crap and it's really helped the world thanks bro <laughs> they don't actually help you like how to be an artist um, I didn't study like f- like the actual like f- 
fine art degree. I did photography and like I majored in fine art. So yeah. I don't know. I was only asking just in case you could help me. Yeah, but no, no they, they don't teach. It's not like hands on. It's, it's seriously, it's just about like. Like no exhibition help or like like all of the, that nitty well, gritty stuff that you I, don't actually realize you're doing yeah, to me until you're doing it. I'm like, oh shit. Definitely, you definitely do shows through the university, but it's nothing like but doing do a show outside of the university. And like that poses mm. the question: Do they promote individuality, like for you to individually go on and succeed and do a solo exhibition, for example? I guess no, because if it's all just going round Based, circle with you yeah. and kept within the well, yeah. well if, if you go to like. QT Calvin Grove yeah. like like graduate exhibitions that kind of answers your question I think yeah. like a lot of the work kind of is similar to the work next to it which is similar to the work next to it which is similar to the work yeah. next to it in, a, in some way or another because they've all been taught by the same like you know three people yeah. so um, you know and I guess like art's about like thinking outside the box and pushing ideas and going like the the, the distance that's kind of why I decided to finish with art school after honors because i was like i'm gonna be a doctor i'm gonna be a doctor of photography and then after doing honors i was like fuck this <laughs> yo i've never heard of like a doctorate in photography <laughs> could you imagine though like That'd your business sick. card pulling it out and be like yes i'm a doctor <laughs> not the medical kind but you know I guess, yeah I guess, I guess you could have that you probably have, i think you'd probably have phd on it but i don't actually know. Oh, <laughs> i didn't yeah, yeah. true but, that i don't care i'd probably still put yeah this. yeah <laughs> get me first class tickets on the plane <laughs> is there a doctor on the plane? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Take some photos. <laughs> we need evidence of the wound. Yes. Yep. No. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Art school is a weird subject, I think. Yeah. I feel like of all of the kind of university degrees and stuff, you would think that finance would be part of art. Like, well, yeah. Like, that's, that's a like a big thing that I would think like artists, yeah. a lot of them go out on their own, but yeah how, how do you, do you like price manage work? how do you manage your finances how do you price your work yeah mm. exactly how do you know how to charge yourself out at like hourly rates and like all of that like nasty yeah. stuff in the background and commissions and like all the industrial stuff as well that and like comes signing with it. like contracts That's, and that yeah a really good See, that i would definitely be keen a really for. good <laughs> resource for all of these things yeah. it's nava okay. national association of visual artists okay. it's a website and you can basically sign for a membership. Of course, they want your money too. And you is pay. Sponsored or? Uh, no, no. This is just how I found out yeah, information no, like great. this, where it's like, oh, what? How do I charge for this? Like, mm -hmm. how do I charge for something like that, or something that's like uh, outside of what I've done before? Yeah. And they have like um, basically industry standard pricing for stuff, and then that's also a good way to add for your quote. You know, if you're going to a client with a quote. And you tell them the price, like, well, how is it that much? Like, well, this is the standard for Australia for this price for what I do. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's so that's cool. it. And they also have, like, contracts and yeah. all sorts of information on there. It's, it's a helpful place. Okay. Resource. So that answers all the up. questions. Yeah. I'm not sponsored by them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like my my membership actually has bounced because uh, oh, my, credit, my credit card number changed. <laughs> <laughs> Get on to that. <laughs> so what's the new number? And the number on the back? Five, five, five. One, two. Oh, wait. No, never mind. Never mind. Sunil, how yes. did you into your art because it's something different I've never seen before and I was well, amazed when I first saw it. Thank you. That's very kind. 
Um, when I moved back, so I was living in Dubai in the Middle East and working for Emirates and then I moved back to Australia. Um, I've always like created, but like when I was little, I would always sit in front of the TV and be doing something like making something or drawing. I just never would like sit in front of the TV, but, um, I was never like per se, like really like onto one thing. And then it wasn't until, yeah, I moved back to Oz and my ex at the time bought me, um, fluid acrylic and because I was like mucking around with watercolor and drawing and all of that kind of stuff and he just bought me like a bunch of paints and um he's like yeah here, here you go for my birthday <laughs> and so I started yeah painting um with fluid art and then I was studying nursing at the time and all my girlfriends were like like I wasn't earning money on placement and they're like you have a garage full of paintings and like sometimes I'd put up like a story of like something that I did and people would be like oh my god that's so cool and I was like oh whatever like it's just a fun and like just a bit of a way to express nothing ever serious and then yeah they're like you've got a garage full of paintings like why don't you start an Instagram and I was like no way there's no way I'm putting myself out there like that and they're like dude you have like I wasn't earning any money so it was like my girl group that got me onto it and then I started my my gram and I sold out of my garage in two weeks and then I went to London and exhibited oh, six months later. Wow. Yeah. Straight in. Yeah. That was a like, this is our success story. Yes. Wow. So wild. And now it's my third year and I've left my hospital job and now I'm full time. So, and I've like gone way, like I've grown, like not to sound into myself. Well, no, everyone wants to fucking grow, don't they? Like <laughs> <laughs> that shit. <laughs> Stop, love, club. I'm broke. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. now I've just like slowly developed my own style by like using mixed media and just literally like people, like one of my clients, she's like, what did you use here? What did you use here? And it's like, she's very, she came from an arts background. So when I like tell her the shit that I do, she's like, oh, wow. <laughs> I would never have thought to do that. I'm like, yeah, that's just because I literally grab random pigments and random like different colors and put them together she's like you mix brands like and I'm like yeah <laughs> yeah I do <laughs> whereas like she's so structured in that sense but um yeah so I think just over time and like testing and throwing like different shit together I've just yeah developed like my own kind of style I guess do you, sick. Do you still you. get the same out of art as as like so when you were doing it just as a hobby yeah do you still get that same feeling of it now that you're doing it as a as a job like, has it changed your outlook on what that is to you? Yeah. Yes and no. And uh, this kind of came to something that we were talking about before, James, is this year I discovered that you can earn money in other ways than just, like, uh, being an artist comes with so many different um, avenues, like being a photographer. Like, there's lots of different hustles that you can do to get money. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I see with my other fellow creatives and within myself as well is, like, once you put a pressure on something it takes that love away and last year I announced closing commissions and I sold out for the entire year and I opened I said I was going to stop taking orders in four weeks and then after two weeks I got too many and I booked out till January this year and I also had a solo exhibition in November and I was just completely burnt out like I think three of the commissions didn't come like they didn't get them on time I just gave them all free tickets to my opening night I was like sorry but like I can't like impede my mental health for you at the same time so I think it's yeah wait what was the question again no it's good because it <laughs> like, segues into what we oh, were talking okay. about which is oh, so, so like having yeah those 
So not put that. Yeah, that's right. The love. Yeah. So last year, if you asked me that question, I would have, yeah. But now I've had like a bit of a chill out from commissions and I've kind of like gone back to grounding myself, I guess. And I've definitely got that love again. And it's because I don't have that hustle and that pressure on it. Um, Because I think that's when it kind of takes away the love. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Mm. <laughs> <Life>. <laughs> the, the hustle mentality is such a big thing, I think, not just with creatives, but everyone really, if they're trying mm. to make money. And I feel like the hustle nature is synonymous with being better, being better, doing better. However, that can not be true. And you're led down a path of where you're like, I've got to do this, i got to do this. And then you're like, wait, I've just burnt myself out. Mm. Have you ever, like, realised you've burnt out but you didn't know what the term was? Oh, yeah. 100%. But like, you, where you're just like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Like, what is this? I don't know yeah. what this word is. Why do I feel so shattered? Yeah. Why am I having a panic attack? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I say that because we did a, a show on manifestation and I feel like no one really uses that word because it's just a, a key label that we've used now. And a lot of the, the things or questions that I was asking people were like oh I never thought of that however the process that they did to lead them to manifesting something was exactly what I was saying but they yeah. didn't know they didn't the, the labels yeah. and the names yeah it's just like you're other. just exhausted like mm. yeah but just also yeah just not being able to like tolerate mm. the stuff that you would usually tolerate or just like what you you know usually do just suddenly it becomes so difficult yeah. to to like reply to one email because you're just so sick of yeah. all these fucking emails. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but yeah, I've definitely been in some really dark places with being burnt out. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like I had a solo show in 2019 and I put a lot of pressure on myself, like you said, to make everything um, – in a certain way to me that to, in my mind it's like every artwork had to be a certain way for it to be it's, oh, this is a masterwork it, these are the rules to it kind of coming out of art college like this is what you have to do mm. and then um I guess also at the time I didn't really believe in myself as much as I do now so I had like all these uh things outside of the show that were kind of side projects that all kind of worked together to like it couldn't fail in my mind you know if the if the people don't like the wall work then they'll like the clothes if they don't like the clothes they'll like the book if they don't like the book they'll like the music if they don't like the music they'll like the video so it was kind of like uh and then actually having the event you know people just kind of wanted to see me do my thing and it taught me a lot and it was great for that but i was hospitalized like um leading up to the event uh with like this insane migraine pressure in my head and got brain scans and all sorts of shit it was very scary mm-hmm. um but it was basically a big portion of that was just psychological burnout like mm-hmm. completely yeah just completely full of anxiety not treating yeah. myself right yeah but yeah i've learned to not be like that anymore because <laughs> we're creating on that capacity it, it's not sustainable i wasn't doing anything in my personal life no exercise no eating well no hanging out with friends like neglecting friendships neglecting the family neglecting literally everything and just being like oh, i'm an artist i'm this genius child who needs to make these masterworks and they're going to change the world and mm. and it's just like uh, since then i've reprogrammed my mind um you know, to not be like that. And going into another solo show, which is opening only in five weeks, you said, um, 
I have a much more balanced outlook of how what is this success for me as well because I guess a lot of that pressure comes from what you find success is and now success for me is to be able to have those friendships and like hang out with the family and be healthy and ride my bike and take time off and met, you know focus on your mental health and not just be like like oh, it was great for <laughs> yeah. sure that was a lot yeah, we're no, no, literally no, talking real. about that before. Yeah. We figured out we're actually both having solo exhibitions uh, the 6th and the 7th. Yeah, same oh, really? So we're in Word. like the same state. Like I was like, yeah, yeah so we got five weeks to go. He's like, wait, yeah. really? Five weeks? Five weeks? <laughs> I was like, shit, man, I'm pretty sure. Shit, I, I gotta go. <laughs> Dang. But yeah, I've also experienced like not hospitalization, but I was telling James before, like on the blower to the doctor, like two days out or one day out, my doctor's like, Tanil this is happening again. Like, you can't just keep doing this. And I'm like, shut up, help me. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, my recent solo exhibition, she prescribed me, I can't even remember which is bad because I'm studying nursing, but I can't even remember what it was. It was like some sort of blood pressure medication that um, they, yeah, yeah, they give to newsreaders to oh. like, because I thought she was going to give me it. Like, like, I was kind of asking for Valium, to be honest with you. I was yeah. like, I need to chill the fuck out, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I was like proper having a panic attack and I don't have them very often. And um, yeah, it was like a full blown like pacing in and out of my studio, literally back and forth, like going through breathing exercises. And um, yeah, she prescribed me the, with this stuff that they give to newsreaders just to so you can still perform because I still was That's like crazy. I was painting down yeah, to the yeah. last minute of that exhibition well every exhibition really it's fucking terrible i really need to organize myself <laughs> but I think that's um, how it goes I, I guess so yeah it's all just like a free and if fall. it's not painting you're doing something like, yeah and i think it's all a part of your like it's your baby you know like yeah yeah i guess you're I don't very know. close to it so yeah you want it to represent exactly what you're trying to achieve i guess yeah or tell so you'll always be a bit particular about it but yeah you gotta really really look after yourself and we're both going through a shift in this preparation of like how we do things yeah um so good luck to us yeah <laughs> check in in five weeks uh, <laughs> i was gonna say what are your tips for yourself now now you know what burnout is how do you stop yourself from getting to the part of where you're going to be hospitalized or pacing in and out to the needing of valium like what yeah, do you do? I you guess, didn't get the Valium, by the way. No, <laughs> yeah, I wish. Cool These are like <laughs> the worst case scenario. I guess, um, yeah, like having some rules in place, I guess having a bit more discipline over myself is, is yeah, definitely helpful. Like I make a like I make a point to meditate and exercise. Like I was actually, yeah, just we were just saying before that leading up to this performance that I did recently for Brisbane Art and Design Festival, um i had like a cleanse what i call a cleanse whereas in the past i would have a cleanse after an exhibition because leading up to the exhibition my diet would be like just hot chips and like beer <laughs> for like weeks and then when well, after the exhibition opens i'm like oh i can finally like you know treat myself right but now i do that before the show um yeah and i'm able to yeah chill chill myself the fuck out and not like get so stressed out and meditate and ride my bike and eat well yeah, wear sunscreen, wash my hands. <laughs> wash your hands. I wash my hands with yeah. this. Yeah. Yes, I love yeah. that. The Drive cleanse. safe. But yeah, just like, yeah, just to make sure you're mentally in the right space instead of just being like chaos. Do you think though that also like being under the pump, like being that pressurized, 
that it messes up like your creativity like messes with you and it just yeah. is like a cycle like as soon as you start feeling pressurized you get a bit stressed out and then you can't yeah get what you need to get done yeah but because you it, it it makes you like kind of have tunnel vision mm. so you're like this becoming unaware to what it could be or where you could go even like with creating like the final touches to a work before the show or whatever it may be or what you want to even say about the work it just because of all the pressure you're putting on yourself and having that like that pressure you kind of just close in and you can only just see it from like one perspective and that's like the worst thing you want to do with art like yeah. it's you know you want to have multiple perspectives you want people to have multiple perspectives you don't want to like completely put it in a box so um yeah it's fucked it does ruin the creative process yeah, yeah definitely yeah i'm such a baby like i have to curate my day perfectly to be able to create like it's just it's like i don't know if it's like an ocd thing or whatever but i have to work out and i have to like have a nice like if someone comes at me, it's going to ruin it. Like, if you come at me in the morning and I'm going to paint that day, I'm like, oh, fuck, great. I'm ruined now. I can't do it. the vibe, like, bro. Literally. It's, it's weird. Like, my mum's, like, being like, something's happening. I'm like, mum, 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 come on. Can we, can we wait till 3 p.m.? <laughs> Please. <laughs> so, Boundaries. Yeah. But it's just, like, something that I've learned, like, along the way in every show, I think, as well. You learn, do, you learn your do's and your don'ts and, like, for what you, like the question you posed earlier I think one of the big things for me is writing every single thing down because mm -hmm. if it's not in my head and I can get it out of my head and know that it's on a piece of paper then I can kind of absorb life <laughs> and be able to function but um yeah and like kind of trying to organize I guess and day-to-day -day, like to-do lists and what you need to do and your deadlines and stuff I don't know yeah, you like have to schedule in yeah, like literally. regular shit. Yeah. So it's like, oh, from this time to this time, there will be lunch eating. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'm on that. I have a schedule for when I have to drink water. Yeah. So there, well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. So you schedule in like the, re the regular stuff. For People find it funny because like it comes up in my car and someone's like, why do you need a schedule for when to drink water? I was like, shut up. I don't, don't know understand. when I'm thirsty. Yeah, I don't. I, you know, you just go throughout the entire day without drinking water. Yeah, That's no. terrible. Yeah. yeah. I haven't drank. Oh, no, I have. He's there. <laughs> oh god where's my water <laughs> <laughs> conscious now. yeah that's I, that's one thing i need to learn is like because some days if you get busy i'll just i'll get to the end of the day i was like oh, i didn't eat mm. the whole day mm -hmm. and stuff yeah like, my beer and chips is tamari almonds and coffee it's the same thing like that's all like tamari have you had tamari almonds no from what are they those? oh man they're so good they're like <laughs> salty like so tamari is like a soya sauce, right. um, but it's like a healthier version, apparently. Um, <laughs> oh, probably full of sodium. Yeah, that's it. But like that's all I live off in um, when I yeah, lead up to an exhibition. I, to the extent, actually, I had a um, Imogen from QCA painted me for Brisbane Portrait Prize last year. Nice. Yeah, I spent like six months painting my head. <laughs> so I was very anxious. <laughs> but she did an amazing job. But she incorporated Tamari Almonds into the painting. Oh. Yeah, so she came to my studio and we did like a little bit of a shoot for her to have as a reference image. And she was like, okay, like I want things that say who you are. And I was like, I, all I eat is Tamari Almonds. <laughs> so she's actually painted them in the painting. That's, but, sick, that's cool. Yeah, that's that is amazing. Cool. You definitely do need to eat more than that. So <laughs> Sure. Yeah, I guess it is. It's nutritious and delicious. <laughs> but you definitely need those reminders. Tamari Almonds. No, I have Google it. I have yeah. <laughs> literally tagged them in that many posts, warning Spono. <laughs> like, come on, Louise. They're $13 a bag. <laughs> Honestly. Why as long as I can afford so that in rent, I'm happy. 
<laughs> Tamari almonds and red. I'm a happy girl. <laughs> Sheesh. Wow. Okay. Um, last question. What would be one of your biggest highlights thus far in your creative? Oh, shit. I know. What's something that's like, man, wow, I did that. Can we come back to me? <laughs> like, I need to yeah. think for a second. I can think of something that I was supposed to do, which is bad because it didn't end up getting to happen because of COVID. Mm-hmm. But, okay, I'll tell you, like, I'd signed an NDA, so I can't say too much. Yeah, but yeah. I was supposed to do a, um, had three trips to Singapore books last year and signed a contract with this really cool shoe label to design sneakers that were going to be sold in Foot Locker all around the world. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. And then fucking COVID happened. <laughs> I know. So we were like in the final stage of design. I was in way over my head. Like <laughs> they thought I was way bigger than who, like than what I was, and I was just going along with it. I was like, yeah, sure. No, you are that big, Tina. You oh, are that big. Bless, yeah, thank yeah. you. Um, but yeah, so that would have been the coolest thing in my entire life. I felt like Willy Wonka with the golden ticket, like yeah, baby, and then yeah. it. But there's far less, far worse things. Sorry, that happened yeah, to like around the world, and it's is a wazzy, it's a woozy. But is it is that still in the works? Well, yes and no. It was put on hold, and they paid me fifty percent, and I did like rock all for that fifty percent. So hopefully, once COVID, because I need to physically go to Singapore. Like there was lots of different things to do. Okay, cool. So yeah, we're still in touch, but. We'll see. Well, that's a Other than that, probably my solo last year. Like that was probably you came yeah, to that, that was dope. I love that solo. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was probably yeah one of my highlights and London as well. I don't know. They're pr- both pretty on par. That's mm. sick. Mm. Thanks. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I think like yeah, just like having a show like a solo show like my my last one in t- twenty nineteen too, and just the the way that people react and connect with like the work is just like the, like just to be accepted in that way and like have like that self affirmation of having people come and like really enjoy it and have fun with their friends and take photos and shit. Like, yeah, that, uh, yeah, I guess I think that's because that's like the whole point, right? That's I the whole love intention. people taking photos of my art or with my art. Is that weird? Is that like narcissistic <laughs> of me? It's nice. <laughs> you take a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do it now. Why? I just think it's like, oh, it makes me so happy. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah, just like yeah, yeah, just having like opportunities to do that type yeah. of thing is the yeah would be like the highlight. So it's just constantly the highlight. Mm. <laughs> Please sing more. <laughs> <laughs> I took one of my friends to your show, the solo exhibition last year, and she was just like, oh, this is amazing. And her partner was like, see, why can't you take me to those kinds of art shows? <laughs> well, and she was like, oh. next one is 6th of August at the station, Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> Sick. 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 Quick plug. <laughs> but I love curating shows. Like, that's definitely something that I've really and i said this i had this conversation to james earlier like i've spent the last two months trying to find a venue for this show um and i've just been so picky because like i have my own creative direction i don't really need the gallery not for this particular show at least like i've curated the entire thing and i know exactly how i want it to look and i just want a venue like i don't want to i don't want you to take all my money and try and like turn into this hoity-toity thing that i don't want it to be Mm. um yeah so i struggle with that but yeah, the station was just perfect. Mm. It's such a cool um, venue. But, yeah, you can 
it allows you to be creative in your own sense as well. And Mainline was the same thing. It was such a big, beautiful space. And Jordy was really, really fantastic at like me pitching him these crazy ideas and then him kind of being like, okay, Tanil, sounds amazing. Is it possible? And I'm like, I don't know, bro, is it? You tell me. Let's just do it. And um, I think that's, yeah, what I definitely need with the venue is being able to have that ability to be creative and project your art on the wall or like the station I'm going to do a mural for a photo backdrop because I love people taking selfies with my art. Mm. Um, But, yeah, I think it's one of my passions I really want to do a stage I want to design a stage I went to rabbit seat lettuce I painted at rabbit seat lettuce and there was a stage and it was literally just like bits of MDF like um, spray painted individually but it was an entire octopus and it came out like at all angles and it was just so cool hell yeah and yeah like doing something like doing something to that level I think would be really really fun and just like another way of curating something I guess but yeah Mm. my shows will always be fun like, if no one's having fun, I'm going to be like, what the hell's going on? I'm, I'm actually flying that. a DJ in from Cairns. Oh, you did that? Yeah, I did it. Oh, sweet. Damn. Yeah, I'm very excited. So. Yeah, he's actually, it's, he's signed to a label and I was like, bro, I'm not going to be able to afford this guy. But I met him once and I was like, let's just give it a crack. And he was like, I've got friends in the Goldie. If you can pay for ticket, if you can pay for my flights, I'm down. So I was like, yeah, so please come. Everyone's invited. It should be fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll be there, we'll be there. Cool. Um, definitely, because I've been to both of your shows and at different times and it's definitely reflective of your personality. Mm. James, you're very, I'm not saying you're intense or anything, but yes. you're, you're, <laughs> your shows are just like, oh, there's like, I got to see that, I got to see that. Yeah. It's just like, I love it. I love it so much. Because I remember you. seeing you, I think it was at um, George Street at the, there was a little gallery that an architect had put in. At the W, next door to the W? Uh, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And I was like, wow, this guy is cool. That was a cool. I need him on the show. That was a cool. <laughs> and that's when I was talking to him about yeah, it too. That so was, was like, a cool yes. little show, yeah. That was a little bit groovy. Is that what you meant? Mm, yes. Yeah, I yes. So. I knew of you beforehand, but I hadn't officially met you yet. True. Neon hotline. That's what this is, right? Yeah. You should use yeah. that as a soundbite. Yeah. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah thanks, Jay. That's you guys, right? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm at the right place, right? <laughs> We're actually Triple J. Cool. Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm in the wrong podcast. Wrong building. <laughs> no, no. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to mention that real quick. Yeah. Um, yeah, d- yeah, I guess yeah, your work would, should, would and should uh Kind, kind of reflect yeah. you in a certain way yeah and I think that's why you put so much pressure on it because it's so vulnerable like you're yeah. literally like my last solo was ex-boyfriends mostly <laughs> um <laughs> if you remember that story but like it is just like a complete exp- well not everyone like my friend Danby he just he does oil um paintings and I'm like okay what's it going to be called he's like Tanil, it's a fish on a plate <laughs> like why do you have to put meaning in everything so I think it's very like individual down to the artist but um yeah probably same maybe same reason for you is why you get yourself into this headspace is because it is and it's a form of expression of who you are and you're literally putting that out there to the world yeah it's like to judge it's literally it's exhausting actually to have like so it's like vulnerable for you and exhausting to have like all these pieces on a wall somewhere like i've been asked by like friends or people who run like restaurants or something like oh why can't we just have it like a work in here like why don't you just do that like you know we could do a thing and i'm like no dude like it's fucking everything requires a certain type of energy i can't just be like willy-nilly doing 
crap it's exhausting to know that like your work is out there somewhere and it's like you know in, in some certain space or whatever anyway yeah just having your work on the wall it's like inviting people to yeah come and judge you and come and look at you and come and throw rotten fruit at your head yeah. <laughs> please tell me no one's done that <laughs> yet <laughs> don't no. speak it into existence <laughs> so where can we come and judge you for your next shows <laughs> i've already done my promo you go um i've got a solo show opening at uh one space gallery on the 7th of august mm-hmm. i think on the, yeah we'll open on the 7th um that's called high vis fumes mm. and yeah for anyone who follows me on the internet, I'll be promoting the shit out of it very where shortly. Can, where can they find you? Uh, the most, uh, what's the word? <sighs> Prolific place is Instagram, mm-hmm. um, at Uncle Chronic Bone. Yeah, uh, and I'll, I post all my, I publish all my shit there to the four feet people who follow me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think it's gonna you're gonna have to like RSVP because of COVID and shit, but yeah. we'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. We'll play the game. And it's open <laughs> for a month, so you can always come in and check yeah. it out in between. Yeah, but yeah, that's next show, seventh of August, Hive is Fumes. Mm-hmm. Come fucking squiz, bruh. It's <laughs> 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 my best awesome. I can do right now. <laughs> <laughs> Where can we find you, Tanil? Um, yeah, so mine is the night before. It's a one night show mm-hmm. um on the 6th of august at the station brisbane fortitude valley called the fuckboy project oh yeah lord jesus i'm yeah. a term mama. i'm angry <laughs> no i'm just kidding <laughs> no i don't know if you guys remember do you remember my pieces f boy and f boy fuck boy fuck girl did was you have that, that at was, Pat Olive? yeah i was about to yeah. say was that a bad olive yeah. Yeah. yeah so i've held on to those pieces for a couple of years now um had multiple offers to buy them and their negative energy so i didn't sell them and now i've cut them up <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, so excited. I know. Mm-hmm. So they're all like uh, individual, all the individual pieces are in uh, light oak floating frames done by Brisbane Framing. And we filmed like a little bit of a mini doco um, cutting them up and why I cut them up. So it's a bit of a launch of that and exhibiting all the individual pieces. Sick. Wow. Yeah. Thanks, guys. That's yeah. Cool. I'm very dramatic. <laughs> I don't know if you, you may notice that. Yet, we were going to say that. <laughs> we let you come to that conclusion yeah. yourself. Today. I'll say it. I'll say it. <laughs> but yeah, please come. It's just, yeah, so it's going to be just one night. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will do a pre-release to my subscribers mm-hmm. um, for the pieces. And otherwise, yeah, you can come see them on the night. Um, it will be ticketed, but I got a few boozy sponsors and it's going to be a bit of fun. So, awesome. Yeah. But you guys yeah. come for free. No. We, we, we support. We support. Am I a part of these guys? Everyone. NHB. Wait. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> NHB. Um, what's it called? Reunited. Yeah. Gang gang. Gang gang. Um, <laughs> I want to see the premiere for your DVD. Yes, that's why. Oh, yeah. That's, that would be really on, skit, So you've got yeah. to do it now. Yeah. Yeah, I've so can... spoken to, about it to a lot of people. I've watched it. I, I watched it a fair I've watched it a fair <laughs> bit recent, well, recently. Sure. And I've been like, this is good. Like, Wait, yeah. hold on. Is it on Blu ray? Uh, no, it, <laughs> it could be. Do you do Blu ray anymore? I don't know. <laughs> I've got Blu rays. Oh, okay. Ooh. Nice. I can imagine just you, like, often see, like, oh. 
get some chips, some beers, and go watch yeah. it. Yeah, it's yeah. There's only like a few cringy parts for me, but it's just because I'm so young and stupid. Mm. That's, cool. that's the best part. Yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. Yeah. Well, sweet. Thank you for yeah. coming mm. along and having an awesome conversation with us. We appreciate that's you guys. Really sorry, I cried. Some... Nah, nah, that's cool. <laughs> I'd be sorry. Thanks for having us. Space. Like, it's like I was stoked. I've never done a podcast. I'm yeah. like, oh, I want a podcast. Hey. I'm gonna tell everyone, like, listen to this podcast of me. Yes. <laughs> Do it while listen you drive. Yeah, listen it's to me. Great ASMR. Yeah. But anyway, friends of the pod, we're signing out. Beautiful. Bye. Thank Cheers. you guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks, guys. Goodbye. Bye. God bless. Drive safe. Wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Wear a mask. I've been Jamil. I've been Jared, and, and we, we are, are Neon Hotline Brisbane.